This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 187-inch. On this episode, we get weird as we kick off our The Weird, The Al Yankovic Story Stories series with some exciting messages from the past. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Oh, Ethan, did you see that big news? Oh, I sure did, Dave. It's uh, so exciting, but... Yeah, why, why don't you tell me, I, I mean, tell our listeners, you know, in case I missed, I mean, in case they missed it or, or you know. Well, our favorite Kickstarter campaign, you know, the one for the incredible Showgals documentary, which tells the story of Tight and Nerdy, the Weird Al themed burlesque troupe that we spent the entire most recent full length inch episode talking about was the top documentary project we love over at Kickstarter and the number four film project overall. Wow. Way too important of a thing to be relegated to a bonus episode. (laughs) And here, I thought you were going to say it was also recently named a featured film project too. Yes, it sure was. We are so thrilled to put our monetary support behind this amazing documentary. If you haven't already, you need to head over there right away because there are some awesome perks left, like having on-screen credits, IMDb credits, you get pasties, shirts, bonus content, and even additional footage of their interview with Weird Al himself. It don't get better than that! And please, please hurry if you want to get in on the fun. And spoiler alert, you do. There's very limited time left. Get all the details and latest news over at beartobestupid.com. That's beartobestupid, B-A-R-E, tobestupid.com. That is such a great cause, and we really hope you support it. Okay, let's see what else is happening in Weird Al-related news. Weird, the El Yankovic story is racking up some serious movie awards cred lately. Yeah, it just won a Producer Guild of America Award for Outstanding Producer of Streamed or Televised Motion Pictures. Crikey! Let's not do that anymore, Dave. Okay. This is a pretty stinking big deal because the Producers Guild of America Awards honor the best film and television producers of 2022. Now, we already knew that Weird the Al Yankovic Story was the best film of 2022, and the team that produced it, which includes, of course, Eric Appel and Weird Al Yankovic, are the best too, but it is nice to see such continued validation. We are so happy we no longer need to burn all those accordions out on the front lawn of the Producers Guild of America. So from all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, a huge congratulations to Weird Al, Eric Appel, and all that were involved. The 2023 leg of the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour is well underway with Weird Al and his band currently off touring in Europe. Now, as you probably know, prior to heading to Europe, the guys performed five dates here in the good old U.S. of A, and I was there for all five of them. 
Now we recorded reviews for those and they will be up on Patreon soon along with our monumental review of the epic Carnegie Hall show. If you want to hear all of our reviews as soon as humanly possible, be sure to sign up over at patreon.com slash 2000 inch, because not only will you get immediate early access to these episodes, you'll also be a supporter of the podcast. It's a win-win. Now for months, we have been teasing our brand new bonus episode series where we talk all about our adventures on the set of We're the Al Yankovic Story, where we were featured background actors in the bar scene. Ah, yes. So awesome. And Dave, now I understand we have some super exciting breaking news on that front. Yes, we sure do. We have decided not to do a bonus episode series about our experience filming We're the Al Yankovic Story after all. What? Yeah, remember we discussed this? You mean after we spent hours upon hours upon hours going to excruciating, selfless detail about how we got involved with the film and spoke at length about every minute we spent on set and in the bathroom and our conversations with Daniel Radcliffe and Jonah Ray on set and the insider information we got fed by director Eric Appel and that Weird Al himself was telling us all this stuff after we stopped filming? After all that, we're not going to do it now? Nope. Oh, well, I suppose that's kind of disappointing. Well, not really, because if you remember, we discussed it and we felt it was too good not to share on our Inch episodes instead. Yay! Oh, I agree. That's so much better. I can't believe our stupid, smelly, farty intern Frank would have ever thought these were bonus episode material. Yuck! And what's even better than that, we are going to share our first segment on this very episode right now. So let's go back to a warm day in February 2022. So we want to start off this episode and the series with a huge spoiler alert. So we are just going to freely talk about anything and everything in the film in excruciatingly comprehensive detail. So if you wish to remain spoiler free... You may want to pause this episode, go watch the film, and then come back and listen to all of our nonsense here. (laughs) (laughs) And now that all that's out of the way, oh my word, are we really excited about this episode. (laughs) Great googly moogly. (laughs) Okay, so we should let everyone in on, uh, on what's going on. Yeah. So, all right. So in full disclosure, we're actually recording this episode way back in the past. By the time you listen to this, it is today is Sunday, February 13th, 2022. And we don't know when our intern Frank plans to post this episode, but we suspect it'll be sometime after the film actually drops. Yes. So, you know, think back to what you were doing on February 13th, 2022. That was the day the Rams and the Bengals squared off in Super Bowl 56. And Dave, as a matter of fact, Super Bowl 56 is literally happening right now as we record this bonus episode. That's true. It's actually happening about 33 miles or so away from the location where we're recording this episode. So, you know, if you're a geography buff or a sports buff, you may have done some calculations and figured out that we're actually recording this bonus episode in the Los Angeles area. And longtime listeners of our podcast realize that the Los Angeles area is neither Dave or Ethan's home base. So, Ethan, what exactly is going on here? All right. Well, 
let's back up a little bit before we get into that, and let's just give a little bit of backstory on what brought us here in Los Angeles on this momentous Super Bowl day. <laughs> and Dave, we're not here for the Super Bowl. <laughs> We, I, I, mean, I, I don't speak for you when I say this. I couldn't care less about the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know the Super Bowl was really going on until a couple of days ago. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's how interested in the Super Bowl I am. So, yes, we're not here for the Super Bowl. We're here for another reason. I'd never even heard of the Rams. I don't I don't think I knew that was a Super Bowl team. <laughs> I'd heard of the, the Bengals. I can't even say their name right. The, the, the Ben Gals. They're like Al's gals, but for Ben. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we know nothing. But yet we find ourselves in the middle of <laughs> Super Bowl country on, on Super Bowl day. Um, so, yeah, so uh, it'll all make sense. So I'll just go all the way back. You know, we're already time traveling to listen to this episode because we're recording this in February 2022. Gosh knows how many months in the future. <laughs> people are actually getting to listen to this for the first time. But so let's go back even further to July 9th, 2019. This was only a few months after we launched the podcast and we were doing, uh, you know, outreach to try and find some of these incredible guests that we have on the podcast. And we decided to reach out to this one guy and we, we thought he was just too important f- to let our intern Frank try and reach out to. We, we didn't want to give the wrong impression. So Dave, I believe I was like, I, I'll I'll try and get this guest. So uh, July 9th, 2019, I reached out for the first time to Eric Appel to be on the podcast. Oh, cool. So, all right. So uh, who, who exactly is Eric Appel? So Eric Appel, he was actually, he works for Funny or Die, and he was the director or the man behind the weird trailer that, you know, Weird Al plays occasionally in concert and it's on the Funny or Die website. You've probably seen it if you're listening to our podcast. Yeah, so obviously we wanted to talk to the guy behind that because it is so funny. It's that, you know, it's the movie trailer with Aaron Paul in it and all the other you know, right. Academy Award winners. Like, it's so funny. So we're like, obviously we got to talk to the guy behind this because he's got to be a huge Weird Al fan to put something like that sure. together. And it's so good. We got to talk to him all about it in the filming and the process. So, right. So reached out July 9th. I believe I reached out from my personal account. So then a few days later on July 15th, I reached out again, probably with the same message, but through the official podcast channel. <laughs> so what did Eric say when you got in touch with him and asked him about being on the podcast? So he didn't respond to either. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Well, <laughs> I guess that's the end of the story then, right? Well, so... Then fast forward, uh, I can't do math, six or seven months to January 2020. That was when we had our event with Jonah Ray, and I did a couple additional comedy shows with Jonah Ray. And, I mean, Jonah, we were really lucky to get Jonah. Jonah's a big star. He's a celebrity. He does, you know, sure, he's, he's yeah. the host of Mystery Science Theater. And we, I know, right? <laughs> we did, like, this little show with him in uh, Schenectady, New York. And so he knows a lot of people, and... Eric Appel is, I guess, not really someone who's super hard to get. It's not like asking to get in touch with, like, George Clooney or something. Like, (laughs) he's not, like, this really hard-to-get-to guy. But I said to Jonah, like, in private, I was like, Jonah, I I don't want to ask you for any favors, but I got to ask you this one. I know you're friends with Eric Appel because you were in Weird 
the movie trailer. Is there any way you can just sort of tell him that we were fans of his and we'd love to have him on the podcast? And Joe was like, oh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And nothing ever came from that. So okay. <laughs> put myself out there. <laughs> nothing happened there. Eric was too big of a star to talk to us. Yeah. Um, so this is going really well, right? So this is going really well. We're, we're doing really well on this one. Okay. So, I like where this story is right, going. Right. Hopefully it has a, has a happier ending. But all right, continue all on. Right, so now we'll fast forward a little bit further to February 1st, 2021. So this is what two almost two years after the first time we ever reached right. out. It's like a year, more than a year after I asked Jonah for a special favor. <laughs> I reach out February first, twenty twenty one, to Eric, and he writes back a day later, and he's like, "I don't know if anyone's if you've heard this yet." And believe me, we had not. He tells us that they are working on a full-length version of the Funnier Die Weird trailer. And he said <laughs> so it's so cool. <laughs> you know, he said it's really close to being greenlit in 2020 and things have, you know, kind of shuffled it around again. And the the only other little spoiler he gave us was Aaron Paul would not be playing Al, but the person they got is really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. So this is February 2021. Dave, you and I had this secret that we weren't allowed to tell anyone. I know. Oh, killing me, killing us. And Eric was like, you know, he's like, I'd I'd be happy to do an interview, but I'd rather do it after filming this movie or after we announce it so we can talk about it. So I'm not like watching my words and stuff. So I was like, oh, you just gave us like the biggest bombshell ever. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So we had to sit on that. We couldn't tell anyone just for so long. We sat on that news and we're just like itching to tell our friends and tell our listeners and we yeah. just couldn't. So that's how we get that kind of cool exclusive stuff, Dave, is by being trustworthy and, and by not like spilling the beans anytime we hear something and we get to hear more cool stuff. I know. Yeah, but we can talk about it for over a year. You know how hard it was, how difficult it is not to want to tell everybody in the world about this really cool movie that we know is going to happen, you know. Because we love the weird trailer, absolutely hysterical, and yeah. we know Eric Appel does great stuff. We know anything that project that Weird Al is involved in is going to be awesome, and Eric was excited about it, which made us even more excited about it. So it it was tough to to not want to scream it out on every single episode that we recorded from that point on, but we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so then, around December two thousand twenty one, we started getting. A couple little hints here and there from some friends and people in the industry and some listeners uh, that this movie was, in fact, still happening, that they were starting to do casting. And we got a couple little tidbits here and there. But still, we stayed strong. and We didn't say anything on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't until January 18th, 2022, where we were freely allowed to talk about this, because that was the day that Daniel Radcliffe was announced to be playing the part of Weird Eye Yankovic. We were so excited we had to put out a headline news episode announcing that. So once they announced Daniel, that was also them announcing that this film was happening. So all of our friends and all of our listeners were freaking out. Oh, my God, this movie's coming. And Dave and I are just like, oh, we've known so long. We can't say. (laughs) (laughs) But so this is really interesting. So I sort of had a feeling that the announcement was coming because it was announced on January 18th, 2022. And on January 17th, 2022, I was alerted that... Eric Appel 
<laughs> the director and co-writer uh, who we've had this history of trying to reach out to um, <laughs> started following uh, my personal Instagram account and the podcast Instagram account the day before. <laughs> so oh, that's cool. So, okay, like, so. That, that happened. I was like, Hmm. <laughs> so Ethan, Daniel Radcliffe's announced he's playing this huge part. He's playing the role of Weird Al Yankovic. My initial reaction of hearing Daniel Radcliffe, I thought it was a great choice. I was wondering how you felt about hearing that Daniel Radcliffe would be playing the part of Weird Al. So when I heard that Daniel was playing the part of Al, it shocked me. Because if you had asked me to put down hundred names of potential people to play Weird Al. <laughs> I don't think Daniel would have been on that list, but once I heard the announcement, I knew it was perfect because he had, yeah. he's just known to be the nicest guy in the world, which we know Al is. He has a really great personality. He's really funny. He likes comedy music. Honestly, I was just like thrilled. I think they did a great job casting him and I yeah. was really excited to hear that. Yeah, I'm excited to see how he's gonna play this role. I, I think it, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna knock it out of the park. I really hope he does. Yeah, I I have complete faith. I mean, I have faith in him as an actor, but I also have faith in Al as, you know, a person yeah. helping cast this guy that he knows what is gonna work. Right. So, okay, so the the news gets announced. It goes viral. Everyone is talking about it. Not just in the Weird Al community. Everywhere. People are talking about Daniel Radcliffe, this new Weird Al biopic. So, now that Eric, who is the director and co-writer, is following us, it's like, ah, I'll send him a note. And I just, you know, said something like, uh, hey, big news <laughs> or something. I don't know what I said. <laughs> something like, hey, looks like uh, people are pretty excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, he was, he's like, yeah, he was really um, yeah. excited, obviously, you know, he's been working on this thing for so long and finally the news is out there and it's not, right. a, you know, it's a huge reaction. It's going viral. It's not like people yeah. are like, oh, whatever. It's like, you know, things are starting <laughs> to pay off, which was really cool. So then you, you just were being friendly with, with Eric and saying, hey, congratulations on finally getting the movie announced. Or was yeah. there more to this story? Yeah. Well, so I also was like, obviously, we'd love to have you on the show. And uh, he said, you know, I'd, I'd really prefer not to do an interview until after we're done shooting. And he said, once we're done shooting, then I'll do an interview about the original trailer. He said, and then okay. after the film comes out, then I'll do an interview about the film. So I was like, okay, that's, oh, that cool. sounds perfect. Yeah, that you works. Know, that, you know, that's, that's, that's like more than enough. That's like incredible. Sure. This guy who've been trying to track down for years is now like, hey, I'll give you two <laughs> interviews. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I tried to convince him to call in the hotline or something, and uh, that just didn't end up working out. But I, I was just like, you know, I, I was excited. I didn't want to screw anything up, but I also like, I've gotten a lot of great stuff in life just by taking a chance. You know, like I, I've interviewed some really cool people. I've gotten to a lot, of, a lot of really cool things. And sometimes people are like, how did you get to do that? It's like, I just asked. So <laughs> what I did is I sent Eric a note and I said, hey, you know, if you need any actors, if you need any people to play extras, if you need some people to help move around the table in craft services, Dave and I <laughs> will be on the next reasonably priced flight to Los Angeles. Just putting it out there. Just, you know, like... I might as well ask, right? <laughs> right, sure. Right, nothing's going to come of this, but let's, you know, just just ask anyway. Right, right. absolutely. And, you know, yeah. I'm referencing The Simpsons, the Weird Al episode of The Simpsons. So it's like, okay, like, you know, even if, 
even if he's offended by it, he knows that I'm I'm saying it in, in good good humors. So sure. sent the thing. He doesn't respond. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're back to this. <laughs> he doesn't respond. A few days later, he does heart it. Uh, so it's like, okay, you know, at least he like, you know. At least he read it. Yeah. He read it. You know, he's got a sense of humor for it. So then some rumors started dropping about roles that they were casting for. There was, you know, roles for Madonna and there was roles for different lookalikes. And um, so these weren't super public, but, you know, we have sources. We have people who send us stuff. And uh, we're looking through these. And one of the roles they were casting for was, quote unquote, tough biker. (laughs) (laughs) And if you know what Dave and I look like, we're bearded men. (laughs) (laughs) And that's pretty much what I picture for a biker. (laughs) So so I reached out back to Eric and I just said, hey, I just want to put this out there. Uh, I think Dave and I would make great tough bikers. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think I knew that you actually did that. I, I think that I just – you may have mentioned to me that you sent you know a message to Eric saying, hey, if there's anything we can do to help out with the movie, please let us know. But I don't think you – I don't think you told me that it went beyond that. Yeah, and I, you know, I think it was kind of, you know, it was, we were having kind of a casual conversation. Eric and I were kind of messaging each other, you know, every couple of days, just like little things here and there. And I, yeah, I didn't really think to tell you, Dave, because it, it just didn't. It was such a <laughs> a long <laughs> shot. Like it just it it was more of like a a, a joke sure. than right. a real thing. So right. So I had no idea that really. Any of this conversation was going on between you and Eric. And then a couple days later, you text me and you're like, I've got some really exciting news. Can I give you a call? So I'm like, sure, absolutely. Give me a call. And then you broke this really exciting news to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I was shaking. I was like, I, 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 I look at my phone. I have a message from Eric Appel. And I had I knew I had to call you, Dave, because he said I discussed with Al of course, when he says Al, he means Weird Al. Uh, <laughs> discussed with <laughs> Al, and we'd like to invite you and Dave to be extras in the film. Yeah, and you just blew my mind when you said that. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> extras in Weird Al? You're talking about Weird Al's film, Weird, the I Yankovic story. The film that, that we've been trying to get Eric on for, for years on the podcast that he's producing with, and directing with Weird Al. And that uh, Daniel Radcliffe was recently announced as playing the lead in this role. And you're telling me that Eric and Al want us to be in the film as extras? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Swear to, what do I need to sign? What do I need to do? Yes, absolutely. This is so exciting news. I think I was jumping up and down. I was so excited. It was unbelievable. It didn't seem real, did it? <laughs> no, no. I was like, all right, look, it's not April 1st. What's going right. on here? <laughs> I mean, just I mean, the people listening, they, they know the level of Weird Al fans that we are. But for, if for some reason someone is listening to this right now and they don't realize how obsessed we are, I mean, just <laughs> just look at the podcast. Look at some of the people we've, we've talked to. We've talked to extras who are in UHF for like 45 minutes to an hour. Like people who are on, on screen for like two seconds will spend an hour <laughs> talking to. It's so excited to talk to them because they even touched a Weird Al movie. And now we're being told that we get to be extras in the film. I mean, not to mention, Dave, you have 
four Weird Al tattoos on your legs. Right. <laughs> you have what is <laughs> thought to be the largest collection of Weird Al memorabilia in the world after John Bermuda Schwartz himself and Al themselves. And, you know, I, I've i been a fan my whole life. We are just like, we live and breathe Weird Al. <laughs> and right. You know, we, we go to so many concerts, we 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 buy everything possible, we we talk about him, we put out this podcast every week. We just we love everything about Weird Al. Now we're being told that we can be in this film and it's just it's it's just like I I didn't have a there's there's no way to react. There's no yeah, I mean there's no word there's no words to say how excited I was. No. I was very excited. Absolutely. It was incredible. Yeah, it's and so then Eric actually he told us a little bit about you know, what our scene was going to be. I, I don't know if you had to press him for that or if he just came out and told you. Yeah, he wasn't super uh, forward with any of the information, but when it did come to like, hey, we have an idea for a scene for you guys, um, he was a little bit more forthcoming. And so we didn't get a whole lot of information, but he did say it was a very pivotal moment in the film. He said he's going to make sure that you can see our faces in the final cut, <laughs> which is like insane. already like, like I'll be just, to I, you know, be I, I would have done. And I, uh, thank you, Eric, for doing that, you know, for saying that. And, and for, you know, if, if that happens where he, we do get to see our faces in the movie, that'd be incredible. But just to even be there, I don't care. I will be the biker in the back of the bar, you know, even if my <laughs> like my my pinky is on screen for one second, I will be thrilled out of my mind. You will be printing. <laughs> out that image of your pinky and hanging it I, absolutely on your wall. yeah I, I mean just to just to be anywhere in this film in any capacity is gonna I, i'm just amazed that something like that could happen to someone like you and me yeah. that's just that's crazy so he, he says like this is the scene for i love rocky road he says that it's where weird al will be performing on stage for the first time he'll be discovered by dr demento it's in this super rough biker bar and um, he also said that Jonah Ray would be in the scene as the the drummer in the punk band before Al comes on. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, so after like hearing all this and after he mentioned Jonah Ray, I was like, Eric, I don't know if you knew this, but, you know, I, I we got to do a couple th- th- uh, shows and interviews with, with Jonah Ray. And the one favor I ever dared ask him was if he could put in a good word with you. And Eric was like, oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> oh nice it's <laughs> like he certainly did um so oh, thank you jonah yeah thank you jonah that was really cool so so one, once i heard all this news i immediately i texted you know after i told you and but after we started hearing about the scene i texted jonah and i was just like dude dave and i are going to be in the film we're going to be in the scene you're in thank you so much for whatever the heck you said to, to um, <laughs> thank you for whatever the heck you said to eric because it's just incredible and, and he's just like yeah. dude, i'm so excited and he's like when eric asked me if i thought you guys should be in the film i said absolutely or he said something Aww. like that so it was just oh nice so thank cool. you Jonah. Yeah, yeah that's nice yeah once the excitement died down you know a little bit you know once i was able to come to my senses i was like okay well great i'm gonna be in this film but I know nothing about when do we have to be there? You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> is it like shooting like in a month from now? Is it shooting, you know, 
is it shooting tomorrow? What's the deal? How do I, you know, I, obviously Ethan and I were situated on the East Coast, New York and New Jersey. They're probably not going to be filming in New York or New Jersey when pretty much, you know, their home base is out in the Los Angeles area. So we probably have to get out to Los Angeles at some point. Do we have any idea when they're going to shoot this thing? And Eric came back to us and, and I believe he said, he thinks our scene is going to be on Valentine's Day. Okay. <laughs> All right. At least we know Valentine's Day is February 14th. <laughs> and I remember this is this is like the end of January that we're finding out. So we we're like, okay, we've got to make plans pretty quickly to get out to Los Angeles at this point. But also the other thing is he says, yeah, I think it'll be on or around Valentine's Day. So to us, we don't know, does that mean we need to fly out a week early and, and be around just in case they move it to the Friday before or the Friday after? We really don't know how certain it is. And I don't know that, you know, Eric is the director is necessarily the guy who schedules that kind of stuff. It's, it's you know, maybe more the production team yeah. and, and when they can get the location set and all that. Yeah. And he basically passed us off to production and said, production will get in touch with you with all the details you need to know. So we waited around for couple days hoping to hear from production and, and I don't think we heard anything for the, from them for like another week or so and I, at least I, I think it's important <laughs> to realize it's not that they were like you know trying to screw us around or, or oh anything. no no what it, what it is is when production is thinking of an extra they're thinking this is some someone who's close by who does this all the time they know how it goes they're not thinking that there's these two idiots flying out <laughs> to be, you know, extra in this scene. So, you know, it's not necessarily something where they need a month notice to give them. But, you know, in right. our special case, we did need a little bit more of a heads up. Right. So we, you know, we were holding off as long as we possibly could to make arrangements to come out because we didn't know how early we had to be out there. We didn't know when to book our flights. We didn't know, you know, how long we needed to find lodging out there, you know, how long we would be out there and that kind of stuff. And I think it was around this time that I noticed that, oh, well, February 14th is Valentine's Day. That's okay. But February 13th is the Super Bowl. We're going to have to try to, besides, uh, you know, just trying to plan a last minute trip out, you know, to anywhere, we're planning a last minute trip out on the biggest sports weekend of all time to one of the biggest cities in the United States. And we've got to do it at the last minute. And we don't know when we're allowed to, when we need it out in Los Angeles yet, when we should fly out, when we should fly back and try to find hotels you know, or places to stay, you know, on Super Bowl weekend when the town you're going to is hosting the Super Bowl. It's not as easy They're as hosting it the sounds. Super Bowl and their team is in the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like double trouble there. So we finally, um, we hear back from production and they kind of give us more of a timeline. And due to COVID restrictions, um, they had a very specific testing policy that you, regardless of vaccination status, you had to come on set having been tested negative within the past couple of days. But because it's a, you know, they need to control everything about it to make sure that everything is up and up, you have to get tested by their company. So we were given the option of if filming is Monday the 14th, you can either get tested on Sunday the 13th or Saturday the 12th. So we didn't want anything to to mess with this thing so we're like let's do it as soon as we can february 12th that's when we have to get tested 
Yeah, so now we had some dates, you know, that we actually were able to start booking things down, putting things on, you know, paper and, and getting things rolling. We decided that we would actually fly out on Saturday morning, yesterday morning, because we wanted to make sure, even though we weren't expecting there to be any issues, you know, with, you know, getting to the COVID testing site that they wanted us to get to, we just wanted to make sure that if something happened, if our flight was delayed for whatever reason, or, you know, there was some other reason, the Super Bowl traffic was, was horrible or something, <laughs> right, right. you know, we would still have all day Sunday to be able to get to their COVID site. So when I was looking at flights, it was insane. <laughs> it was because, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> if you remember, we we had just flown out a few months ago when we came out for the Nightmare Before Christmas show. So I looked at ticket prices and they were about triple what I paid when we came out in October. So um, I was just like annoyed, but I was like, I don't care. I'll pay whatever I have to to do this. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. But then I was just kind of like, oh, you know, I haven't seen my buddy Kenneth Gwynn up in a while. And so I was just kind of like goofing around, like trying different like flight combinations and different days. Like, well, if I come out a day early, is it any cheaper? So whatever I did, I found out that if I flew to Seattle Tacoma Airport and then to Los Angeles after a few days, it would cost the same as if I just fly to Los Angeles. So I was like, well, why don't I go visit Kenneth? So oh, that's cool. That's what I did. So I, I, I got to um, I flew out on Thursday and got to Seattle eh, early afternoon, and I got to spend a few days with Kenneth. And then yesterday morning is when I flew in and landed around 10 a.m. Hollywood Star Time in Los Angeles. Yeah, and my I took a direct flight from Newark to Los Angeles, and I landed about 10.30 yesterday, you know, 10.30. So we, we landed about the same time. Yeah. And it, I think we, yeah, it worked out well. It really did, and so... So Dave and I, we met at the rental car place. We got our rental car. If you remember us talking about <laughs> the last trip, we had this giant like Ford Explorer tank. <laughs> so we're like, maybe we should get something a little bit smaller <laughs> this time. <laughs> oh, my God. They gave us a, a normal sized car this time. It was very exciting <laughs> not to be driving around in, you know, a car or a truck the size of you know minnesota or anything like that it was it was great we were in a normal sized car it was wonderful <laughs> and you know so our first stop you know our priority was you know the reason why we came out on saturday was we wanted to make sure we could get you know our, our covid testing done so we first stop even before we stopped to get lunch we headed off to get our covid test and uh it was extremely simple. <laughs> yeah. And, and so they gave us two choices. They said you can get the COVID test in Los Angeles or in Burbank. And Dave, you filled everything out before I did. And you told me you chose Burbank. So that's what we ended up doing. But I don't know if that ended up being the best choice because we, we had to go a little bit out of our way to get there. But it worked out fine. When we got to the testing site, you know, we, we like went up to the door that was on the address and it just said a sign like, covid testing around back and we're like all right this is a little sketchy <laughs> so like <laughs> i know i was like we go oh, around okay. back and there's like you know these like trucks and it's like a gas station it, it was definitely kind of weird but then you get back and there was like you know these people in lab coats and stuff so i was like okay now it seems a little bit more <laughs> official <laughs> and um we're the, i think we're the only people there really and we just we walked in we i don't know i just had to show my ID and then the guy like stuck a Q-tip in my nose and twirled it around. I mean, (laughs) it was like, there was so much 
about us like we need to be out early and we got to make sure we do this and it, like there was so much pressure that when it took like five seconds and we were done yeah it's just like <laughs> i was like i was like oh okay well <laughs> all that angst and oh my gosh we got to make sure we get this and we got to be out early and it was like over in like right. you said five seconds like, okay now we've got a day and a half left yeah <laughs> what do we do <laughs> So we can't go out to Los Angeles without visiting the star. So what we did is my buddy Gabe was going to be on Hollywood Boulevard. He was going to see Hamilton that day. And I was like, you know, I hadn't seen him when we came through last time. So I really wanted to get together with Gabe. He actually, um, he was my guest at the Hollywood star uh, after party and at the oh ceremony. yeah that's right yeah, um, yeah so it was really cool uh, to get to see him again Dave I know you would you know I don't think you had a lot of time talking to him but um, it's always cool seeing him and, and Gabe's a magician so I had him do a card trick for us which he's so good <laughs> oh, like it's just he is good he is good he's really very good, good. supernatural and all that <laughs> we went and uh, had lunch at the same place we went to in October. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That that uh, sushi ramen place yeah. on, right on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. yeah, I mean, why? Why we liked it so much? We went back. <laughs> exactly. It's like why try something else when we know we really liked it. I think I got literally the same thing. Uh, <laughs> so then um, we went to the star and we cleaned yeah. it off. We we brought these like uh, cleaning wipes and we we scrubbed it clean. We got all the muck off. And, and Dave, even before we started cleaning it. It still looked pretty good. It still it still looked pretty good. And by the time we got cleaning it, we got done cleaning it, it really was shining. It really still it still looks new. I mean, I know we only saw it a couple months ago. Yeah. But it still it still looks like exactly the same as it did a couple months ago. It looked but very you, very new. But even just walking down the street, like it looks shinier and better than a lot of the other yeah. stars. So I, I think there's a lot of fans. Um and thank you to everyone who does this. I yeah, think thank a lot you for does that. Who, who keep it clean and it really is special to see that when just walking down the street because you notice it because oh, it's yeah. so clean. Yeah. And, you know, it's and it's, it's also amazing that it's so clean because it is in a very high traffic area. It's directly across the street from the Chinese theater. That it, that part of Hollywood Boulevard is always hopping. I mean, there's always people out on the street. You know, they're filming stuff there constantly. There's always people walking up and down that yeah. section of the sidewalk. So the fact that, that it's, you know, it looks... As good as it does, you know, three and a half years later, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is so funny. So after, you know, we're on our hands and knees scrubbing it clean, <laughs> um, we're letting like the, um, you know, the liquid or the, so I don't know what it is, the whatever leftover uh, from cleaning it, we're waiting for it to evaporate so we can take some pictures. And as we're standing there, this guy walks by and like throws his cigarette right on the star. <laughs> he lands exactly on the spot we just cleaned. Like, really? Come on, did that just happen? You don't see us standing here? <laughs> Maybe they did, and that's why they did that. Maybe that's true. <laughs> like, really? It was clean for like 27 seconds, and then all of a sudden it's dirty again. <laughs> Oh, that was great. And then it was time for us to check into our Airbnb. Yep. Which is, <laughs> I've, I've been joking around because I'd never heard of this town name before. I've called it like the Mo Moderna, the <laughs> Maltov cocktail. Like I can never, <laughs> I can never remember the name of this town. It's it's east of Pasadena. Monrovia. Monrovia. That's thank, thank you. Yes. We're in Monrovia. <laughs> 
and uh, it's a decent place. I mean, I, yeah, I think it's, it's on a bar place. with you know where we stayed last time. And although I mean, yeah, it, it is. It's a very nice place, and I would stay here again. Although we did have a weird experience checking in yesterday when we got oh, here. Yeah. There was <laughs> just I forgot the next about door neighbor. <laughs> the next door neighbor was outside just yelling. What was he yelling? He was like, "Hey!" And like. Like, right as we opened our doors, he's like, hey! And we, like, pause. Like, is this guy yelling at us? Like, it's only, right. like, 4 o'clock. Like, it's it's not like we're checking in at, like, midnight or something. So right. we, like, kind of pause. And then we hear, hey! And then we hear a guy go, louder! Hey! <laughs> yeah, pretend like there's a fire across the street and you're trying to alert the, them of the fire. Hey! It was just really weird because it just went on for several minutes it's just strange. And we're like, what did we get yeah, ourselves into? It was, it was into? like a father coaching his son how to yell. Or is it like, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, it was really strange. Like the absolute worst neighbor possible. <laughs> Someone coaching their son how to be noisier. But, I mean, hey, so far, knock on wood. I, yeah, I haven't so heard far, they've Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard them out screaming at all hours of the night or ever again. So I think maybe we just happened to roll up at... Just the wrong time. Just yelling practice. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Saturday afternoon must be yelling practice for that family. So what we did over the evening last night uh, is really cool. So at the time of recording this, people don't know that we've done this interview or made this connection yet, but I'm sure by now uh, it's aired on the podcast. Hopefully it has, Steve. Um, <laughs> we made connection with uh, Ludacris Laurie, Laurie McMillan, who hopefully, like I said, by now you've heard our interview with her. We, we had a really awesome time chatting with her. And so we decided to get dinner with her and her husband. And we invited UH Jeff along. And we went to this amazing place in Anaheim. Yeah, this place, it was really, really good. It was a Burmese food, which I had never tried before. I don't know that you, if you've ever tried it before, Ethan. But we're like, well... Uh, let's give it a try. Why not? You know, we'll, we, we'll give this a try. And the place was really cool. We were actually sitting outside. They set up a table for us out there. We got there. Lori and her husband, Mike, were waiting for us. Um, Jeff came and picked us up. We drove over together with Jeff. You know, and then, you know, the just the owner of the place or you know, was an incredibly – Hysterical woman. She was so who was funny. Having us, so funny. She's had us laughing the whole entire time. She, we were like, we've never tried Burmese food before. What do you recommend? Oh, you need this, 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 and this. And she would just go down the menu. All right, I'm going to order this for you. And so she ordered yeah. our food for us, basically. And it was amazing. Uh, it, like absolutely it was, amazing. Yeah, the food was great. I know that. I know that uh, Lori and and Mike and Jeff were like, "We've got to come back to this place." And then we're like, "Well, can we come too?" Yeah. Next time we're out here. You know? <laughs> yeah. What a cool place. And and um, yeah, it was great. That and I honestly don't even really know what we ate, but like because the lady was good was ordering it for us, and it was great. <laughs> um, but then for, like for the entree, I got this really great like tofu. Uh, dish yeah. and it, it was just great and then we, we shared some dessert at the end and I mean we spent hours with them it is just so fun getting to chat with Lori and her husband they're just two really incredible people so that was a, a real treat getting to see them Today we actually took it pretty easy although I did actually have to run a few errands and uh let me tell you a little bit about this this email that we got so I'm doing the whole 
week or so leading up to our trip, we're getting a few emails now and then, you know, asking for some information from us. And one of the emails that we got asked us to provide pictures of ourselves dressed up as tough bikers. You know, I mean, I've got long hair, I've got a beard, but I, believe it or not, I'm not a biker. I don't own any biker attire. So when I saw this email, it said, we need to provide pictures as bikers. I was like, oh my gosh, I, I just assumed that they were going to costume us out there. I didn't think I needed to provide my own wardrobe. So I like panicked for a second. Then yeah, I realized, you really oh, you know what? <laughs> Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I've got like a day or two before I have to go on this trip and I've got to now put together an entire biker ensemble. And then I realized, you know, my sister Rebecca, she hangs out with a lot of bikers. She legitimately hangs out. She's friends with a lot of bikers. So I sent her a quick message. I'm like, Rebecca, you've got to help me out here. I need to put together a biker outfit in like 10 minutes. And I, you know, I need you to get something together versus she's like, okay, what are your measurements? She was extremely helpful and she was able to put together a biker outfit for me within like 18 hours, including, you know, two biker vests, this really heavy leather jacket, all these really cool choices that I had. So I was like, I was like, thank, thankful for my sister, Rebecca, for helping me out there. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I think by the time you actually got the stuff from Rebecca, I was already in Seattle at that point. Um, <laughs> yeah. I did not freak out the same way you did, Dave. <laughs> well, you own, you own tons of black shirts. Well, yeah. I mean, so, that's your thing. Well, yeah, but, you know, I don't have any leather jackets, but I also was yeah. like, yeah, they want us to come, you know, as dressed as they can, but I figured they, yeah. that they'll have stuff for us. So I got together just black jeans I have these black cowboy boots and a black t-shirt, like simple as that. Um, but they did require, they're like, you need to send in your measurements, your height, your weight, right, your right. inseam, like all this stuff and pictures. And yeah. so I submitted all my stuff uh, actually on Thursday when I arrived in Seattle and I still haven't heard anything back. So hopefully it's okay. <laughs> So I was talking to my sister, who's hanging, of course, is hanging out with a lot of her biker friends. You know, I asked her to see a lot of pictures of her friends. And I noticed a lot of them were wearing like white shirts and like, you know, black jackets, black pants and that kind of stuff. So I said, I don't really have just a white, you know, T-shirt without any logos on it. Let me go get like a white tank top from, you know, the store. So I went out, I got a white tank top, I put that on and I really felt like I looked like a, a biker with all the stuff that my sister gave me and the white t-shirt. So I sent that in and I heard back shortly after from casting that they really liked my outfit, but I had to cover up my tattoos that were on my arms. So I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Do I have to put makeup on it? <laughs> Do I have... So I was like, All right, I think I just have to go out and get like a white t-shirt. So that's what I did today. I went out and I got myself a white t-shirt from Kohl's, which is not that far from where we're staying. So I have a white t-shirt. I brought the white tank top too, just in case, you know, that was them just being, ah, we don't really care if you show your tattoos or not. But I, I do have a white t-shirt now that I'm planning to wear for tomorrow. Well, and you didn't mention this, but you were you had the the really big, heavy leather jacket that you were considering oh, right. wearing, and I was like, Dave, don't even do it. It's going to be so warm. You're going to be you're going to have to somehow get that to California. Then you have to wear it all day. Like I wouldn't oh, yeah. even bother. Right. And you were you were kind of on the fence though. 
Yeah, I was like, well, because my sister gave me this, I mean, legitimate heavy biker jacket, like I mean, a winter jacket. I'll say, it and, looks really cool and super awesome. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's authentic because it's a, a biker that authentic. you borrow it, but it looked <laughs> awesome. But I was also thinking, like, man, Dave, it's going to be like 90 degrees in LA. <laughs> I'm like, I'm bringing a carry-on bag, which is already going to be pretty much stuffed as much as it can be. You know, I'm going to have no room for this in my luggage. I'm going to have to wear this heavy jacket on the plane, and I'm going, oh my gosh, this is going to be horrible the whole trip out. And I think, Ethan, you convinced me that not to even bring the jacket. So I don't even have the jacket with me. I didn't submit it, yeah. a picture of me wearing the jacket or anything. So thank you to my sister <laughs> and her friend for helping me track down this really cool biker heavy leather jacket. But I'm not going to be wearing that at a minimum in the movie. <laughs> Watch me show up and they're like, it would be great if you had a big, heavy leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it, something else that happened since we've been in L.A. is we received an email with our, I guess, quote-unquote character names. <laughs> yeah, that was really exciting, Got that email. <laughs> we finally know our characters' names. Names in quotes, really, because we don't really have names. <laughs> we know our names, and up until, like, when we got this email, we had no idea where we we're going. We just knew it was somewhere in LA. So we actually <laughs> got like, right. the location. Like, you need to show up here. This is the time. So in the email, it has the names of every biker for the scene. And yeah. there are 40 bikers. And yep. Dave, you got lucky number seven. I got lucky number seven. I'm tough biker number seven. And I am tough biker number eight. So they kept it in the Dave and Ethan. <laughs> nice. Order. <laughs> That's right. They kept it in order, at least. I was like, who are these bikers number one through six? And what do we have to do to take them out? No, I don't know. It was interesting because there was actually two call times for the bikers. And I don't know what this means, but our call time is at 9 a.m. But the first five bikers listed needed to report at 7 a.m. So I don't know why they need them so early. I wonder if they have, like, special roles, if they have, like, practice something yeah, or, or speaking roles or something i don't know there could be like a, a makeup thing for them or yeah a, it's, it's interesting knows? but yeah we don't know we won't know maybe we'll never know but we we won't know until tomorrow we did google a couple of the names of the people just to see and they do come up i mean they have i like a lot of them have imdb pages and stuff and yeah. some of these people are great. They look like bikers. So I mean, they I'm look excited. like bikers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, I hope we can pull off tough bikers, Ethan. <laughs> yeah, we don't look nearly as tough as these guys, but <laughs> not as uh, some of the pictures we saw. They don't, we don't look as tough as them. Uh, I think we'll be fine. I think hopefully. We'll be fine. Oh, this is something yeah. else. We just have to mention this because literally every single email we've gotten, <laughs> they've asked us going, yeah. to confirm <laughs> if we are allergic to peanuts. Like I have said, I'm not allergic to peanuts probably 15 <laughs> times in the last week. <laughs> yeah. They said, yeah, I don't know the exact, I remember the exact wording, but it was something like, please let us know if you are allergic to peanuts because there will be peanuts on the floor. So all I can, all we know really about our scene is that it's going to take place in a bar. We're tough bikers and there will be peanuts on the floor. And that's really basically <laughs> all we know. <laughs> Imagine, Ethan, if we got this far and, like, we found out we were allergic to peanuts. Yeah, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, we just got a peanut allergy in the last, like, Oh, that would be horrible. Ugh. Oh, uh. my gosh. Well, I, I think the peanuts are going to play a very pivotal role in this movie. That's my prediction. 
Oh well, here's another thing that that caused us some some uh, grief and panic. Oh, geez. yesterday <laughs> we're eating our lunch. We're eating the ramen sushi, and we get an email saying that we need to bring two forms of government issued identification. Oh my god! All right, so. Remember, we're in Los Angeles now. We've already flying. We can't go home and, and, you know, look for our two forms of government ID. I brought one form of government ID because that's all I needed in order to fly out here. Yeah. So I'm like, what do I do? It's Saturday. I can't like I what do, I can't fly back to New Jersey and, and, you know, get another government ID on such short notice. Right. I was freaking out a little bit. I think you were too. Oh, absolutely. Because it's like, we came this far now because I don't have like my social security card or my right, or passport. passport right. Yeah. Like now I can't do the movie. So, oh, no. oh man. So that was, we were freaking so out. So we, we, yeah, we emailed. Uh, I think we both like were like timed it, so we sent send at the exact well, same yeah, we, moment. Yeah, we we both like we, <laughs> we wrote out an email. We wrote the email said, together, but like yeah. we we like we both wrote our emails separately. But then we like read them to each other, and we like kind <laughs> of like made them similar, and, and we're like, and by the way, you know. You know, so so in the email we're like, hey, you know, we only have one form of ID. We're already out in L.A. By the way, Eric and Al were the ones who asked us to be in the movie. You know, just sort of like, you know, like don't <laughs> like we're trying every possible angle we're, to get there. Like, 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 yeah, like, you can just do don't. Yeah, and then I got an email back not that long later that basically said, ah, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I don't know why. So hopefully they we will it. be fine tomorrow. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get there tomorrow and they're like, where's your second form of government ID? Right. And we're going to have to be like, freak out. Yeah. Hopefully everything goes smoothly. I, I expect I'll it show them I hope the, it I'll show them the email. where uh, Exactly. Uh, I think before we wrap, do you want to just kind of run down, you know, some of the rumors and some of the stuff that we have heard up until this point and just – We'll leave this as a time capsule and people can hear that, you know, as of February 13th, 2022, some of the rumors and, and things that we have heard about the film. We don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, I, I think that would be fun. And and I guess keep keep in mind, everyone, that we are recording this on February 13th, 2022, you know, the day before we're actually going to do this. So we haven't been on you know set yet we don't know what's actually going to happen tomorrow we don't know what's going to happen in the next couple months before this movie comes out and you know these are only rumors that we've heard so you know some of them or all of them even may not even be true but i think it'd be fun to kind of go through what we know at this point so then when we do actually drop this episode and listen back to it we can be like oh why did we say that (laughs) that's not true or oh hey we were right on that so i'm not sure how much of these rumors are are actual facts but you know this is what we've heard and i think it'd be fun to go through so we heard that the film is shooting through March 8th, starting on February 10th. And I think so far that's been accurate. I think they started shooting uh, middle of last week. So that. Yeah. I mean, that seems to be consistent yeah. with, you know, what Al's been posting on his social media. He's posted a handful, you know, that day one, day two. And of course, you know, it's going to line up with our scene shooting tomorrow. So I, yeah. I, it's, Seems reasonable. That that rumor seems reasonable. I wonder if Al will yep. post a picture of us tomorrow on his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I that's also I want to mention. We haven't told anyone. Uh, I don't know if we. Explicitly oh yes, yes. I don't know if we explicitly said this yet, but we haven't told anyone. 
Oh no, I, I mean, Jesus. I haven't told anybody, anybody at all, unless it was absolutely necessary, you know, for me to tell them. I have not told anybody. And I think that we, we decided, you know, early on that we would, you know, not tell anybody if, unless we absolutely needed to. And, you know, we had a couple of good reasons for that. I, you know, we felt that how cool would it be, you know, you know, for our listeners and all of our friends to see us on screen as a surprise, you know, not knowing that we're from the East Coast and that, you know, the chances of us being in this movie, you know, without spilling the beans on it, you know, would be uh, would be very slim, you know, and then to just all of a sudden be watching the movie and seeing us up on screen <laughs> would be a really cool surprise for all of our friends and listeners. So that was one of the main reasons why hopefully we haven't told anybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I mean, I don't know if Eric explicitly was like, don't tell anyone, but it was sort of implied that, like, you know, they're trying to keep a lot of this stuff private yeah. and secret. So, you know, if 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 we're telling people that we know about it, people might be hammering us for details. And, you know, if we start talking about it, we might let something else slip. So it's just a better right. thing to just not even talk about it. We're not telling anybody. Yeah, we've kept this secret, you know, we first learned about this movie pretty early on and we've kept it a secret for this long. We might as well keep continue keeping secrets with this movie as yeah. long as we possibly can. I mean, I, I think it'll be fun. I hopefully we make the right choice by not telling anybody about it. Hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully nobody's it, feelings yeah. are hurt, but we just we're like, let's just make it a surprise. Let's just like it's going to be fun. Like I told my parents, I didn't tell my brother. <laughs> my brother's gonna be watching this he's gonna be like what the heck <laughs> yeah I've, i told a handful of people obviously my sister knows my parents and you know my wife jackie knows but but that's basically that's the extent of all i've told so far yeah so it's, it's or that's hopefully all i will tell i've told you too but i mean you know right. i feel like i well, can I trust you i told you first <laughs> but then I called you right back and said guess what i just heard oh man dave you'd be so mad if i didn't tell you <laughs> <laughs> like, like if you like when the movie comes out if you just saw me in there like oh yeah oh they, my they told me not to tell anyone sorry dave <laughs> i think i think that would be the end of dave yeah. and ethan's 2000 weird out podcast that would be the final episode of dave and ethan's 2000 weird out podcast the, the episode where i berate you and it's basically just our intern frank bleeping everything i say the entire episode <laughs> As yeah, I it's, murder it's like, you. As, as you're watching the movie, you're like, you didn't tell me. And I'd be like, they told me not to say. And then, like, I show you the messages and they're like, yep, Ethan, you and Dave. And like, oh, crap, I should have told you. I wondered why they were asking oh, where you gosh. were the whole time. Oh, don't you? Oh, I'm so glad you told me. You wouldn't have been able to. Oh, man. Yeah. It's funny. This just reminded me of a, a side story. There was something that. I was having a conversation with Jay Levy a few years ago and he said something. He's like, don't tell anyone. And then he's like, but I know you'll tell Dave. So you can tell Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and did you tell me? I did. I don't remember what it was. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Good. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's out there by now, but uh, <laughs> okay. I thought that was funny. So we, we've gotten a couple like things. I think we mentioned we've, we've seen a couple things with casting and stuff. Yeah. So think way back to, to January 2022 uh we actually posted right when daniel was announced and the movie was announced our podcast episode that week we read a synopsis of the madonna character and yes. after we published that i actually heard from eric appel 
and he said like, Hey, that was actually a little bit more spoilery than we would have wanted. He's like, A, I don't know how the heck you got a hold of that. <laughs> and B, he's like, We probably shouldn't have put that much into the casting notice. So we decided to just delete that from the episode. So depending yeah. on how early you listen to uh I don't even know what inch episode that was, you may have heard the original version or you may have heard the current version, which has that whole bit wiped out, but we had read this whole synopsis. See, we always tell our listeners, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you get the episode the second it drops and you listen to it the second it drops because, hey, you never know. We might cut something out from a future episode and you may be missing out on some really cool news. I mean, we don't say that. We don't advertise, like, listen, because we might cut something out. But uh, that's what I happened. Think, I don't know if we've ever done that before. I think that's probably the first time we've ever had to cut anything out. I think so, too. Like yeah. That. I think yeah. there's been times where Frank maybe messed up editing and and we had to go back in and repost the episode or something. But yeah, no, this is the first time that as a podcast we had to like go. Yeah, and, and you know, and to and to be fair, Eric didn't didn't tell us specifically to cut that out. That was a choice. That, that was we our just decision. decided to that do. Yeah, that, that was just yeah. our choice to just to cut that out and be like, you know what, Eric's been so nice to us so far. Let's uh, let's just respect his his wishes. And yeah, just and take this out. Yeah. And you know we. Any, anything we do on the podcast, we try and be as respectful as possible to Al and, and for yeah. Al's projects and people who work with Al. So if anyone feels uncomfortable with something, we don't want that to happen. So that's why we, Dave and I, ultimately had that taken out. I also want to mention, Dave, we hadn't mentioned it yet this episode. In my communications with Eric, he revealed that he himself is a weekly listener of the podcast. Oh, very. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so That's that was great. pretty cool. <laughs> that was pretty. That is pretty cool. That is really pretty cool. Pretty stinking majestic, I maybe. That's pretty stinking. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's really cool. Thank you, Eric, for, for listening. And I'm sure that didn't hurt our chances. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he likes it. I mean, what if he was the weekly listener and he's like. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'd be a, if you could would be a weekly listener to a podcast that you didn't like. That seems like oh. a strange, you know, way to torture yourself. You could hate listen to something. <laughs> like, oh, I hate, I hate this guys. so much. Can't wait for the next episode. <laughs> I can't wait to hate next week's episode. <laughs> okay, so we did hear a couple rumors. I don't know if we even want to say some of these names, but. Well, let's just say them, put them on the record. They're rumors. I mean, who knows if they're true? Okay. They may not be true. We may not, we not, may not find out until the movie comes out or unless Al or Eric decide to spill the beans on some of the other actors that are in this movie or some of the other characters that are even in this movie. I think we should just go down what we know at this point. And you know what? It may or may well, not happen yeah, this it's, way. It's what we know or what we've heard. Uh, like what we've heard. Right? We, not even what we know, right? Yeah, it's. it's I mean, like, like I said, I'm not. We're not going to reveal any of the sources, but there are numerous people who they're big fans of the podcast, and when they hear some kind of news, they will share it with us, and we just use the discretion to not spill the beans on stuff. But we're going to spill some beans right now, just because we know no one's going to listen to this for at least like you know eight or nine months. So. Right. Presumably by the time you're hearing this, the movie's out, you've seen the movie already, or you don't care if being, being spoiled. But yeah. at this point, it's too late anyway, even if, <laughs> yeah. even if, you know, we got some of these wrong, we can't go back and change yeah. it, you know, so. Okay. So when I was talking to Eric about how we edited the thing out, 
and he said that, oh, we had revealed too much in that casting notice for Madonna. He said, and actually it turns out we didn't end up doing like a casting call for Madonna. He said, we got a really exciting actress to sign on for the part. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't from Eric, but someone else gave us the rumor that Evan Rachel Wood would be playing Madonna, which <laughs> That's very cool. is so cool. I mean, I, I loved, actually, I haven't seen more than season one, but I loved Westworld season one, and she was a fixture in that season, and she's in a lot of cool stuff, and she's a really amazing actress. So the the fact that she has agreed to play Madonna, or rumored allegedly, to, yeah. allegedly yeah. agreed to play Madonna right. in Weird the Al Yankovic story is awesome. Yeah, I love yeah. that. <laughs> Anyone anyone who touches any project like this, you know they're cool, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Again, again, this is just speculation at this point. This is just rumors. But I suspect, I speculate that this that this movie, this film is going to be f- just filled with tons of fun, exciting cameos. Just people, oh, yeah. you know, like, like people showing. Like, and, and who would not jump at the chance to be in a Weird Al movie? And, you know, and just any actor or actress who's, you know, has any sort of sense of humor will want to be in this movie for sure. I think it's going to be a great movie. And I think this is going to be packed with just fun cameos and, and, and surprises that, like, you would never expect. Totally. Yeah. Oh, so the other thing with the, the Madonna casting and, and some of this other casting that we're going to go over, it's not listed, at least before the announcement, it's not listed as weird the Ali Yankovic story, it's listed as the odd movie, <laughs> which is so <laughs> <Okay>. funny. <laughs> the odd movie. <laughs> the odd movie. <laughs> so here, I'll go through a couple of these that they were casting. Um, they're casting background Latina militia, a Prince lookalike, a Coolio lookalike, a Grace Jones lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're uh, Elvira. Frank Zappa, Elton John, David Bowie, and Alice Cooper apparently are going to be somehow involved in Al's life story. What this is, is this gonna movie going to be, Dave? I know. Like, okay. So awesome. They also are looking for Hispanic villagers, tough bikers, which ah. uh, I think we're going to find out about tomorrow. Yep. I don't know what this means. 18 TLY students. 18 TLY students. Yeah, I don't know what that Maybe means. Maybe we'll have to see the film to get that. And then um, yeah. we do know there's going to be some Amish happening. <laughs> of course. <in> <laughs> it's a Weird Al movie. It's got to be Amish in the Weird Al movie. Yeah, and then I guess the other rumors that we've heard is that we kind of heard like two conflicting rumors about who would play Weird Al's dad in the film. And the, the first name that we heard was John Hamm. Of course, from Mad Men. From Mad, right, from Mad Men, of course, which would be a pretty cool choice. But then we kind of heard that there was a scheduling conflict with him. So maybe they were looking into Matt Dillon replacing John Hamm for Al's dad. So, hey, that's, that's pretty big. Pretty I, cool. I would be thrilled to see either of them play Al's Either dad. one of them would that's be so amazing. Cool. I, yeah. They're both huge That'd be names. cool. Allegedly, of course, of course. I'm super excited about this rumor. I don't know how it would fit into the film, but I'm excited to see that Jack Black is rumored to be playing Wolfman Jack. So, <laughs> <Dad>. <laughs> I can't think of any real connection between Al and Wolfman Jack, but, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be great, I'm sure. Hey, hey, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, when I heard that, I'm like, oh, Jack Black would be perfect f- for Wolfman Jack. Yeah. I don't know how Wolfman Jack fits in the whole Al, you know, universe, but hey, th- this movie, who knows? <laughs> 
But that would be cool if that comes if that comes to fruition and Jack Black is in this movie in any capacity. That would be amazing. Now, one thing I do want to mention: uh, a rumor or maybe insider info that we also heard. This was from Eric Appel himself. He mentioned that for months Daniel Radcliffe has been taking accordion lessons, so it <laughs> looks pretty cool. more believable on screen that he's playing accordion. So, gosh, that's so cool. That, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, just that that Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, I, seems to be. Again, this seems to solidify that Daniel Radcliffe was the right choice for this role. The fact that he would go through the trouble of taking accordion lessons so that, you know, his accordion playing looked authentic, you know, that's pretty cool. And that that's great uh, devotion to the character. Yeah, and I mean, we know this is going to be kind of uh, – the movie's going to be kind of a goof. It's going to be a satire. It's going to be a parody. So it's like the fact that he's taking it so seriously Yeah, while knowing that the movie is – essentially a joke <laughs> is incredible and that's exactly yeah. the kind of attention to detail that i yeah. know that people like al people like eric and now people like daniel really take to heart and I, I love that yeah very cool and another thing that we heard from eric is that he hinted that the film would not come out until the end of this year so we'll see how accurate he is in that one I mean, yeah, by the time you're the, listening to this, you've, the film's probably been out, but might be, that makes sense, I think. Yeah, that might be I beyond think. his control, but hopefully it comes out in 2022. That I mean, yeah, just from what we know so far, like, I'm so excited. Even if we don't, like, if something happens where we, we you know, we'd, we'd get cut tomorrow or I don't know what happens. Right. I'm still excited for this movie and... I right, wh- right. Whether whether you and I were in this movie or not, I would be super excited for exactly. this movie. I mean, the That's fact that I'm we're in this movie makes it even more exciting yeah. somehow. <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm super excited. You know, before I even knew that this was a possibility that I could have possibly, maybe me you and know, my finger, my my pinky thumb, you know, my pinky or my thumb might be in this movie somewhere. You know, <laughs> I I was super excited about. It. I still am super excited about it. I'm very excited to see what tomorrow brings, and I'm. I just I'm excited about the movie in general, just all the rumors, whether any of these rumors we're hearing are true. Just everything about this is just is just makes me think this movie is going to just blow any other movie, any other comedy out of the water when it finally comes out and people get to see the final product. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing that Al has done that we haven't absolutely loved and obsessed over. And just I don't think this is going to be any different. It's just going to be incredible. So, Dave, I mean, it's getting late. We have, we have a 9 a.m. call tomorrow. You know what, you know, Ethan, we forgot to mention. We forgot to mention, uh, and we don't know what this means, but the name of the place we're going to tomorrow is the Cobra Pit. Oh, yes, yes. And it's <laughs> the Cobra Pit is going to be, the, the scene is going to be filmed at the Virgil, which is a, a pretty famous club in Los Angeles. And I've never been there, yeah. so I'm excited to see that yeah. and, and see how, See what Cobra Pit means. Like, at first, we were like, "This Cobra Pit is that like code for the Viper Room or or something?" Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> but you know, they did tell us where we're going. So um, yeah, we have oh, yeah. to we have to like park a place. We gotta go to COVID again, and it, you know, we gotta do all this stuff. And then I assume it's kind of close to the checkpoint where we're going. So I don't know if we're walking or if they're going to boss us over or, or how that's going to work, but excited to see. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see tomorrow. And, and, and uh, I'm, 
I know that like our call time is 9 a.m. tomorrow, and we we Googled this out. We wazed it out many <laughs> multiple times, and, and it should only take us like 30 minutes to get there. But we're but, gonna, you know, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go extremely overboard. We don't know what's how the Super Bowl traffic is gonna affect us. We don't know what rush hour. We don't know if we're gonna right. hit rush hour. It's Monday. You know, yeah. Monday. We, you know, the traffic is always notoriously bad in Los Angeles. We don't know where. You know, really where we're going. We just we're just following whatever you know Waze tells us to go. Uh, we're not from the area, so we're actually planning on leaving at 7 a.m. tomorrow, which gives us two hours to get <laughs> some, somewhere where it should only take us 30 minutes. So we don't want to be late. We don't want to show up at like nine. Imagine showing up at like 9:01 a.m. Oh. Like, nope. You're out. Imagine. Uh, so we don't want to. We don't no. want to risk it. Like we're being overly cautious, like with everything, you know, in this well, movie and so far. We're also thinking, like, <laughs> if we get there early enough, we can try and find Weird Al's parking spot and like put some stickers, <laughs> like some intern Frank stickers or something. <laughs> so we'll see. We, you know, who knows if we're even going to the same spot where Al posted that picture? Or who knows? Yeah. But I, oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, I think everyone is up to date and knows everything we know about this. So, I mean, I think we should uh, get some dinner and uh, call it an early night and uh, be excited for tomorrow. Yes. I mean, get ready for tomorrow. I mean, this is going to be so exciting. Oh. I'm so excited and I'm so nervous at the same time. Let me tell you, I'm like, I'm extremely nervous. I, I know everything, I know, you know. Everything should go smoothly, hopefully, but I'm just yeah. I'm nervous I'm, and I'm excited at the same time. Well, and so I I've, I did extra work a few times. I think I did three days. It was this movie called Taking Woodstock, directed by Ang Lee. Dimitri Martin's mm-hmm. in it. It was filmed you know, right by my hometown. And so I, I've done extra work before, but this is not just any extra work. This is extra work in a Weird Al movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never done any extra work or anything like this before, so I, this is all going to be a new experience for me. I'm going to soak in, or at least try to soak in as much of the experience tomorrow as I possibly can. Take advantage of anything I can, just and just try to try to remember as much as I can, and try not to let everything overwhelm me. Hopefully, it'll be a fun day tomorrow. And we have one goal while we're on set: we want to bring home some of those peanuts for the collection. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. At some point, at some point when there's maybe a break in shooting or something, if I get the chance to kind of bend down and tie my shoe or something, you know, I think I'm going to try to pocket a few of those peanuts. <laughs> Just don't get an allergy in the process. <laughs> oh, geez. Looking forward to seeing how the peanuts fit into this whole story. Now, of course, you know, anyone listening to this right now, they've already seen the movie, so they already know more than we do at, at this point. So <laughs> hopefully we don't sound like idiots and hopefully, you know, we, we knew what we're talking about. But we're, we're so excited. And once we go to set and we do the filming and stuff, we'll record another episode and just tell you everything we can yeah. remember from the day. And we'll put that in the vault and, you know. If you're listening to this Head now, to it for, yeah. for several months, <laughs> you don't have to wait as long as we do. <laughs> well, that's it for chapter one of our The Weird, The Al Yankovic Story Stories series. Stay tuned for more chapters on future episodes. Oh, baby, we're just getting started. <laughs> Ooh, that sound means we have a voicemail on our 347 Spatula Hotline, the official hotline of Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast. All right, intern Frank, let's hear that message. 
Hi, Dave and Ethan. This is Jackson Scoggins. Just calling to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Burrito Burrito in Troy, New York, home of the two-pound double wrap in a quesadilla Burrito Burrito. Come on down to Burrito Burrito and burrito your burrito. Or hop on over to Wizard Burger in Albany, New York for mouth-watering, tasty, dare I say, beefy vegan burgers. From Albany to Troy to Uranus, Burrito Burrito and Wizard Burger make out-of-this-world real vegan food. Or uh, uh, real food, always vegan style. There we go. Head on over to wizardburger.com or burritoburrito.com to order ahead. Right? Okay, I'm stumbling over a bit. But to wanna... Yeah, you know how it goes. Well, Jackson, thanks for the call and doing the burrito burrito ad for us. But I just have one thing to say to Jackson, Dave. This episode is brought to you in part by Discover Darwin, promoting tourism in Darwin, Minnesota. Not only is historic Darwin, Minnesota uh, beautiful, it's also walkable. While you are in Darwin, Minnesota, be sure to check out Darwin City Hall. It's conveniently located at 305 East Curran Street. It's just a short walk from literally everything else in Darwin, Minnesota. Is it close to the Twine Ball? Yep, it's a six-minute walk. Okay, but what about V's Grill and Pub? Seven-minute walk. Perennial Bank? Well, that's right next to V's Grill and Pub, so also seven minutes. All right, how about Darwin Motorcycle Club? It's literally right across the street. Wow, uh, Darwin sure is tiny. Yeah, yeah, it is. So visit Darwin, Minnesota on your next very short walking expedition. Discover Darwin more than just the twine ball. And after you visit Darwin, Minnesota, be sure to attempt to visit discoverdarwin.biz. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast is brought to you absolutely free thanks to our incredible sponsors, Burrito Burrito, Jackson Scoggins, and Discover Darwin. Our podcast is also supported by everyone else in our Patreon family, with special thanks to our amazing close personal friend-level Patreon supporters. UH Jeff, Nancy, Mike, Matthew, Kenneth, Gus and Alicia, Allison, Adriana, Ajax, Jake, Zeb, Zach, Dana B, Blair, Kev, Javier, Scott, and also thanks to our newest Patreon supporter, KC, and everyone else in our pretty stinking majestic Patreon family. If you enjoy our fantastically freaky and family-friendly Weird Al podcast, please consider supporting us over at patreon.com slash 2000inch. There are awesome benefits like getting your name on the podcast and access to your very own private RSS feed. And now would be a great time to join if you haven't already, because not only will you be the first to hear our longest ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode to date, which happens to be our constant review from the world-famous Carnegie Hall in New York City, you'll also be the first to hear our brand new 2023 ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episodes once they drop. And don't forget to check out our official merchandise shop over at shop.2000inch.com. All proceeds from purchases go directly towards supporting our fine podcast. If you agree that B, C, R, and U are words and not letters, then you will want to pick up an official We Hate Intern Frank Classic Tee. Because just the other day, we caught Intern Frank writing words using numbers, and uh, let's face it, that is just totally, totally unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. 
But we love hearing from our listeners and other Weird Al fans, so be sure to join our Facebook community at group.2000inch.com and visit our Discord server for even more riveting Weird Al and Red Rumpagoody-related conversations. You can find both of them linked on our website, as well as information about past episodes and guests over at weirdalpodcast.com or 2000inch.com. Keep up on new episodes, podcast news, and events by following at 2000inch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts so you do not miss a single episode. Not only does subscribing help our podcast, it will help you write in the proper way and learn how to conjugate. Plus, we also love it when we receive voicemail via official patent-pending 27-hour-a-day podcast hotline 347 spatula, as seen in the Illustrated L. That number is 347-772-8852. Give it a call and you might even hear your message in a future episode. Dave and I wish to thank Weird Al and Eric Appel for their contributions to the world of cinema and film by putting us in Weird the Al Yankovic story. Not only has our presence in the film greatly contributed to the myriad of awards and accolades, it has also given us a lot to talk about. It was probably the best decision any producers have ever made. You made the right choice, Producers Guild of America. Also, we want to thank Jackson Scoggins. And thank you to the Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West for our incredible podcast theme song. And thank you to Weird Al, as this podcast probably would not exist without him. And a big thanks to all of you, our loyal listeners, subscribers, Patreon supporters and sponsors, and everyone else who makes our podcast possible. This episode is dedicated to Patricia Cole, who was an amazing person and a dear friend of mine who greatly enjoyed the song Word Crimes. Thank you for choosing David Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. And until next time, remember to gill and chill! Weird the Al Yankovic story was such a great film, and it's such an honor and a thrill that we got to take part in it, Dave. Oh, I agree, Ethan, and I am also super excited for the upcoming Showgals documentary, which everyone should go support over at BearToBeStupid.com. And I hear even our intern Frank plans to pledge his support. Are you sure that's a good idea? I mean, of course, any bit of support goes a long way. Yeah, I'm just worried that intern Frank might end up wearing pasties, and trust us, nobody wants to see that. That was David Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 187-inch. You're all a bunch of normals. Let's not do that anymore, Dave. Okay.